This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is my name is Chris McKinney on most days uh, from Nolan Financial Radio. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 719-210-4242 or visit us online at our website, nolanfinancialpartners.com. So while at our website, click on the radio page, check out past shows, subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Podcast. We can be reached on almost anything. So please don't hesitate to reach out to us with your questions or set up a face-to-face meeting uh, or we're available for virtual meetings as well. So when I look back at my younger days, I cringe at some of the financial mistakes I made. That's not to imply I made any life-altering mistakes or really made more mistakes than the average young adult. But man, sometimes I look back and think, if I knew then what I know now, now as a financial services professional, I do my best to help my clients avoid mistakes. But I also remind them that we're all human. So mistakes are inevitable. The trick is to do everything you can to not make the same mistake twice. So on our show today, we're going to examine some of the most frequently made financial mistakes and what you can do to avoid them. But before we go to our topic, I want to introduce you to my co-host, Tony Shore, whose intelligence and quick thinking always helps our show avoid mistakes. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Because I don't know that guy, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, hey, I'm not perfect. I'm the first to admit I'm not perfect, but thank you for the those kind words. Regardless, uh, I make my share of mistakes, but I try to help the show out as much as I can, Chris. <laughs> the struggle is real some days, right? That that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all have we all have those days. So my my uh, struggle this morning was feeding the horses hay. We I had to get out twenty five hundred pounds for them. So oh so, my goodness, yeah, the big round bales. Do you use the big round bales? We did the no? big square bales. We're getting square. ready to do some traveling. So yeah. Uh, we're throwing out some big bales, and uh, hopefully they'll last while, while we're yeah. going. Yeah, I hope so. Well, there you go. Well, and, you know, I mean, uh, it's it's funny because uh, I'm always looking at this and trying to, you know, figure this out. And there's nothing wrong with, like you said, making an occasional mistake now and then. But right. you just don't want to repeat uh, the same mistake over and over and learning from your mistakes. I think that's always helpful too. Um, Hey, but first I wanted to say I've had a crazy busy week. I think, I think, you know, I might've mentioned some stuff last week going on, but my wife had surgery last Friday and she's Sarah had surgery, but she's doing better. She had um, a herniated um, umbilical under her belly button or something. Yeah. 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 It happens. It's actually pretty common. Hernia operations are common, but under the under the belly button is common as well. 
Okay. Um, so she's she's doing better. She has to rest at home all week, though, you know, and can't lift anything. So that means doing dishes, loading, unloading laundry. I'm doing it all. I'm doing it all, which is, hey, I don't mind helping out. I wait, wait, wait. I have a question about this umbilical cord. Does that mean we all have we all have one? I just thought about that. We all have an umbilical cord in our bellies. Well, yeah, sort yeah, of. yeah. When they cut it off, sometimes uh, it doesn't get quite heal upright as infants. Yeah. And then it can, it can, you can get a hernia in there and it can I- irritate. So it's right underneath the belly button. Wow. And so they either have to take out your belly button and you don't longer have a belly button or <laughs> they have to make one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's interesting, isn't it? Is, I've never thought of that, but. Yeah. It's a pretty common. I mean, she went in at 630 and we were driving home at 1030, but she was in. Nice. She has to keep an ice pack on it and it's quite a scar, but or sure. so far, scar. you know. Yeah. 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 But she's recovering nicely. And my mom, you know, we got her That's moved good. into the home and I've been right. busy with work. Our editor, Mitch, was out last week who edits these shows and. So I was doing all the editing last week of shows. <laughs> That's always fun. Yeah. So, so I was busy. How about you? What have you been up to? Uh, we've been really busy helping our clients uh, create assets that will last a long time. Uh, yeah. Assets that will be tax-free to their uh, beneficiaries. And then they can still use a lot of living benefits with these assets. Uh, so we've uh, done a lot. Over the last two weeks, um, our assistant, Danielle, has uh, just been crazy good at getting these uh, all the documents in line. And so we've, we've been uh, uh, really, really having fun with it because then I get to deliver the good news to clients. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. It, it's great when things come together and the financial plans you lay out for people come together and you can help them get on the right path and uh, grow their retirement funds. I think that's awesome. And I know Danielle's been a big help, especially with Tara out, out of the country still. She's uh, all right. You, you've been doing a lot of work there. Um, when will she ever be back? Do we have a date on that yet? Um, so I thought she was going to come back uh, this early this fall. But she says, well, maybe I need to spend another two weeks. So we're, we're, uh, I've, I've got a, <laughs> we've got a hard date that she'll be back in November. Okay. November. Wow. That's a long so, way off yet. Because, because yeah. we have a plan to go do a, a little quick trip down to Scottsdale. Um, oh, fun. We're, we're trying to find a place that we can ride our horses in the winter. So, oh, okay. Nice. Cause it's nice. too cold in Colorado. Well, yeah. Yeah. Obviously the ground, the ground freezes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, okay. So, uh, we're talking today about financial mistakes that people need to avoid. And again, we talked a little bit about perfection and, uh, nobody's perfect, but Hey, right. here we are. So how do you want to get us started? So the first potential mistake I want to talk about is frivolous overspending. So, um, this is great fortunes are often lost one dollar at a time so that's some quote by somebody from somebody we don't know and i've heard that though i've heard that a <laughs> lot actually my grandfather used to say it yeah. i think warren buffett has said that so yeah you know stopping for that bagel that uh, starbucks coffee every morning that's 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 10 bucks at starbucks yeah. and so that can add up if you're starting that habit especially if you're moving into a fixed income where you can't replace things. And also maybe you're decide, Hey, I want to go out to lunch as my social time. Uh, 
in retirement, or maybe that's my social time at work is to go out for lunch. Well, lunches are getting to be 15 to 25 bucks. So 25 bucks a week adds up to $1,300 a year. Now, if you're eating out five days a week, that's $6,500 a year. Is that, is that where you want to put your assets is into spending $25 a week or a day on lunch? Yeah, I would say no, unless it's pizza. Then I would have to, (laughs) you know me. I'm just joking, kind of. So so we're not saying that you should not uh, pinch every penny and stop enjoying life, but just make sure that you understand what you're doing and how your money is is being spent. Go on that vacation, go out to a ball game with friends, go out to dinner with some friends. Right. Just be smart about it. You know, don't don't overdo it. Don't be frivolous about it. Know what you have to spend, spend it. By all means, spend it. (laughs) Right. That's true. But, uh, you know, uh, make sure you do it in a right way. I mean, uh, everything in moderation, right? That's what we're talking about. That's right. So we talk about building a spending plan uh, when we sit down with clients so that they know where their money is being spent. Yeah. Yep. So what's the next mistake you want to talk about? So the next one I want to talk about, Tony, is the seemingly never-ending payments. So you don't want to be a financial Sisyphus, endlessly pushing your bills up a hill. So uh, make sure you take some time, sit down and write down all your subscriptions, your streaming subscriptions. Uh, Maybe you've got music subscriptions. Maybe you've got a gym membership. Um, Whatever that you're having to fork over. Uh, money for month to month. And so uh, do, and you don't really own anything at the end of it, right? It's just a subscription, right? Right. That's why so many companies want to build subscriptions. That's why, you know, phone service is a subscription. You buy your phone, you buy your phone on a subscription. Nobody, nobody walks in with a thousand dollars and buys their iPhone anymore. They just, yes, you know, sign me up for two years. Um, So find out, you know, figure out what subscriptions you want to keep, which ones you don't want to keep. Maybe you want to start rotating those. So one of the things that Tara and I do is with the streaming subscriptions for TV, we'll rotate through. Um, we don't, we can't watch commercials. So we pay the extra money so we don't have to watch commercials, but we turn off the streaming when we kind of go through their, their library and, and it'll be off. And then we'll watch somebody else's library and then we'll turn that one off. So whether it's Netflix or Amazon Prime or Paramount or Hulu Hulu. or Disney Plus, you know, their libraries are only so big. And then kind of once you get to the end of them, you know, you can wait till it fills up at the end of the year and then go in and and binge them all when you want to. Uh, That's kind of how we see it. So anyway, the, the point is make sure your money's going where you want to go. Uh, and not going off to some monthly charge that you're you're not really using anymore. Yeah. Well, and those add up. I mean, we the other day I went through our the TV streaming alone. Oh, it, it's yeah. crazy. Like you mentioned, there we have, and this is in the Shore household. I mean, there's five of us. <laughs> there's my wife and I, three kids. But in right. you, you and Danielle don't have kids. But if you did, you'd understand. We have Netflix, Hulu. Amazon Prime, 
We have BritBox. That's for me. Yes. We have uh, <laughs> we have Disney Plus. Then we got Apple TV Plus. Uh, and then we got uh, there's another one. Oh, um, Paramount Plus and Peacock. Yep. Uh, we got about I counted nine. Yeah. TV show and movie streaming services wow. nine that we are currently subscribed to. Wow. So that's a problem. That's a problem. Obviously, yeah. we have a problem. But I added <laughs> it up. I added it up. Yes. Still less than Direct TV or cable. Wow. So for our listeners out there. That's a money saving tip. You can have nine streaming services and it's still costing you less than cable or direct TV. That's amazing. At least in our area. Now it's different in everybody's area, you know, as far as what they're paying for direct TV or cable, but um, it it adds up. It's costly, but, and then there are other streaming services, you know, there's uh, Xbox live. My son used to have, which we paid for, for a year and a half and he didn't, wasn't using it anymore. Right. And we were paying like $19 a month for Ouch. a year and a half. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't being used. That <laughs> you do want to talk about wasting money. Yeah. As a financial advisor, I should never admit that to you, Chris. <laughs> Don't tell Tara that. No. Happened. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> she, to Sarah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She wasn't really happy. Uh, but it wasn't, my, luckily, it wasn't my subscription i never use x but i'm not a gamer so that was on my son adam but i mean we were paying for it he wasn't paying for it (laughs) so that's a good one i think that's a great point and people think oh these nickel and dime things oh they do add up and i like how you do it because you don't have to have a contract with hulu or netflix you can watch your show if a show comes on netflix you really want to see subscribe then unsubscribe and pick up and pick up hulu and then you can cancel and pick it up again when right. a show comes on, like we like only murders in the building. That's a great yes, show. That's a really and that's show. on Hulu. That's on Hulu. Right. right. So. So uh, when that one's over, uh, which it just ended this season, we cancel. Yep. And then when it starts back up again, we'll subscribe again to Hulu. Well, Hulu has a neat feature. You can suspend for for three months. Yes. Yes. That's what we do on Hulu. That's a great. So, that's a so, great thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Check to see if they suspend. That way you keep the same account. Yes. And everything's the same. Your favorite. Not a hassle. When you come yeah, back. You just click a button. So you're not yeah. creating that hassle. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So. All yeah. right. So. So what's next? So the next thing we want to talk about is uh, spending too much on a house. So um, you want to have your house right sized. One that fits your your spending needs. Sure. Um, now, maybe you you if you have a bunch of kids, you have a big family. Maybe you need that 6,000 square foot house. Uh, But if you don't, maybe you don't. So, and if you have that 6,000 square foot house, you're going to pay more in taxes. You're going to have higher utilities. It might even have a more complicated upkeep because normally it does, because that means you're living in a nice neighborhood. There's expectations about the landscaping. Um, So it's got to be mowed and correctly, or you've got to uh, keep everything up to snuff. Okay, so the bigger the house, the more you pay for it, the more all everything that goes with it costs more. Do you need that? Maybe you don't need it anymore. So maybe maybe you want to downsize. So I've had a lot of clients that uh, once their kids got out of the house, they they downsized. They moved to a new home. 
Um, mm. and, and so it made more sense for them, even though there's a lot of costs with moving, you know, there's the cost of selling the house. There's a cost in buying the house. There's a cost in the actual move, uh, getting help to move your, your stuff. Um, it was worth it to them to do that in the long run because of the amount of upkeep utilities, taxes that they were going to save on having that small house. Yeah. And that's huge. And I'm glad you brought that up, Chris, because on a big house, like let's say you have a 6,000 square foot house, but really you only need a 3,000 foot square foot square in a house, a thousand foot square, a thousand square foot house. <laughs> wow. Here we go. Usually Talk about perfection. <laughs> I got tongue tied there. So, yeah. uh, but it's not just the cost of the house your property taxes nowadays, at least where we live and property taxes on a big house, even just adding one bedroom to an average house increases your property tax significantly. If you go from a three to a four bedroom or a three to a six bedroom, your property tax could double. So uh, that's a big, big thing to consider. I don't think people consider property taxes uh, enough because it's so so outrageous at least ours has gone up and up and up where we live we we're really aware of it here in colorado springs sure because of denver they have really high property taxes they do so when somebody gets into a fixed income situation they realize that their property taxes are eating away their nest egg yeah and they can move to colorado springs so they don't have a job anymore it doesn't matter where they that they live in Denver, so they'll sure. move to Colorado Springs, and that's driven up driven up our market because of so many people. Right, and now your you, property taxes are going up because of it. Right, right. Well, the yeah, the, yeah. So the values of the home go up, yeah. property taxes go up. Yep. So uh, it's been a, a crazy ride with the the real estate market. Hey, same I wanted, thing where we live. Yeah, I bet. I want to take a minute to give our listeners uh, our phone number. Our phone number is 719-210-4242. Give us a call. Uh, mention the radio show, and we'll sign you up for a complimentary consultation. Visit us out at our website to check us out, check out our podcast, uh, those kind of things. So at our website, it's nolanfinancialpartners.com. Uh, there's great information uh, that you have access to there, so check it out. All right. Looks good, Chris. And sounds good. NolanFinancialPartners.com. A lot of great resources there. And this has been a great show so far. You've been talking about these common financial mistakes that we need to avoid, things we can do to save more money uh, for retirement as we head into retirement. You talked about frivolous spending, cutting some of that out. Uh, Don't get caught up in never-ending payments, uh, You know, spending too much for a home that's larger than what we really need. So what do you have for us next? So the next thing I want to talk about is purchasing a new car. So this can be a big uh, potentially financial mistake that you want to avoid. So um, there's a lot of reasons why we'll get into those. There are like a million new cars sold every year, right? So very few people can purchase those with cash. So not paying with cash means that you're using financing and financing means you're paying interest on an asset that is depreciating. Uh, Guess what? Financial advisors don't like that. We don't like you (laughs) giving your money to a depreciation, depreciating asset, especially when it costs you money to 
pay, spend the money. Right. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that, that my parents ingrained into me was saving for the car that I want to buy. Never, never buying with financing, buy, buy with cash. Um, I know that's not feasible for most people because then how long does it take you to save the money for that? Well, so, so what I've told people is figure out how much you want to spend and how much you want to spend on a monthly basis for that new car. So maybe you take the money that you're going to spend on that new car, uh, you know, on a monthly basis and start saving that in your own spending plan each month and, and putting it somewhere where it can grow and make money while you're right. waiting to buy that car. Now your, 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 your budget w- can now uh, take you taking that money out of it and spending it on that new car. Guess what you've also done? Maybe you've, you've saved enough money for a hefty down payment for buying that vehicle. And then maybe you start after you start seeing how that can grow. If you do that payment, those payments like that, say $700 a month. Hey, you know what? If I just wait another two years, I can buy this thing with cash. I think I'll do that. So uh, that's that's a great thing to be able to do to walk in and, and buy a vehicle with cash. We, we've done that. It's such a neat feeling to just sit down and write a check, right? Um, of course, I'll call your bank to make sure the check works, but uh, you can buy a, a car with a check, a new car with a check. Um, the other yeah. thing is you, you want to make sure that the vehicle you buy is the right vehicle for you. Do you need an right. SUV with the third row? If you don't have kids, I don't have kids. I don't need a third row. And so I don't have an SUV with third row. Right. Um, yeah. You know, what What kind of vehicle do you need for the type of travel you do? Uh, if it gets poor gas mileage, it could be, and you've got a long commute to town, maybe, maybe get something that uh, is more uh, cost effective for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you can get a commuter vehicle. The problem is, is uh, a lot of people uh, ego is tied up in what they drive for a vehicle. It's not practical. It's all about, you know, I, you know, I get it. If some people have a ton of money and they like comfort, you know, they're going to spend they can spend more on a car. I get that. Uh, But you also want to be practical no matter how much money you have. I mean. You don't necessarily need to don't buy a vehicle just because of how it looks. You know what I mean? It's like, right. it, I, I just think that that's that's the wrong way to go. But, you know, a, to each their own. I mean, maybe they save a lot of money elsewhere and this is the one area they splurge. So I'm not going to diss anybody. But, you know, a commuter car, if you're commuting to work and you've got a dual wheel pickup truck uh that's that's shiny doesn't have a scratch on it and it's been maybe used to pull a boat a couple of times a summer and yep. that's it but you're using that to commute from a suburb into a down downtown denver to work each day that's a problem obviously right. for many reasons that's a problem so but i get it if you need a truck for your work and you have All a right. farm with horses you've got to have vehicles that work for that and that yep. makes sense. That's practical. But right. I see so many people today, you know, I don't want to offend any listeners out there, but uh, yeah, you might so, want to park the princess truck on during the weekdays and commute to work in a get a commuter car. You might actually save money and save the planet by using a commuter car you, for commuting you, rather I've, than your pickup truck. Right. Yeah, I've done the numbers and it, and it works. 
um, yeah. I have a commuter car versus my, I've, so I've got an F two fifty diesel. Sure. I know you and, have a big truck. Yeah. And so we've got that. And then I have an electric car for my commute because my commute's 35 miles each way. Yikes. Uh, so that's, so. A, that's a hefty commute. And then yeah. I've got solar panels that, you don't want to be getting 13 miles. You don't want to be getting 13 miles a gallon on that commute. (laughs) Oh man. No. Well, the other thing is I don't like getting beat up by driving a truck, man. Those things are rough compared to a, to a small car. Yeah. Yeah. They can ride rougher too, although they're making them better and better, but yeah, 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 it's true. And, And you know, it's easy to fall in that trap where it's a status symbol or a reward, but as you say, why go down that road? Buy what suits your needs and uh, your future retirement and bank accounts <laughs> will thank you, right? So what's right. next? So the next thing is um, not living off borrowed money, okay? So there's a couple of ways that applies. One is credit cards. So don't um, rely on credit cards for everything unless you can pay those darn things off. Yeah. Um, you know, don't don't finance your regular uh, spending through credit cards. Um, now, some people will use home equity to to live on, right? So they'll yeah. take equity out of their home. They'll go down to a bank and get a home loan with that equity, and so you can do that. So you're basically taking cash out of your home, and um, but you're you're also you know, it, it's a lower interest rate than those credit cards. Yeah, um, it is. But it's still something where you're using borrowed money to to pay for things that you should just be able to pay for. Yeah, um, that's so true. I, I, you know, we believe in, you know, using leveraged money to get things that create money, but not money for depreciating assets, not for money. That is things that you can't get money back on. So homes, right. You can build equity, um, but you don't build equity in lunch. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Right. That that is so true. I think that's really important. Now we're almost out of time for today's show. I can't believe it. It flew by. Yeah. Can you believe it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was fast today. But before we go, I know yes. you're offering a no charge consultation, a strategy session, that initial, right. the initial session and meeting. There's no charge and there's no obligation. Uh, but you can see where you're at. I know you help people run reports and see where they're at financially, uh, what their risk tolerance is and what can help them in the future, especially as they plan to try to have enough retirement income. You don't want to run out of income in retirement. And that's what this is oh, all about. Right. Yeah, that's that's what financial planning is about, is, is building a target and then building your finances around uh, hitting those targets. Yep, exactly. So important. Well, before we go, let our listeners know how they can set up that consultation and get a hold of you. So call us at 719-210-4242. If we can't get with you, if we don't answer the phone, just leave a message and we will get back with you. Um, So just call that number, 719-210-4242. Leave a message and we will get back with you. Okay, so give us a call. All right. That's great. Thank you so much, Chris. And listeners, that does it for today's episode with Chris McKinney. (laughs) That's right. So join us again soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. 
Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.